hello and welcome to Consume, a podcast by me, Burton Olivier, where I uh, talk about all of my media consumption with the main uh, framework being my mo- challenge to watch a movie every day in the year of 2021. Starting out week nine today and uh, kind of a week spark, uh, kind of a week start, but we'll get to that later. Um, pretty chill day. There's a dog that won't stop barking right now. But I'm just going to keep recording, because whatever. Um, I don't know. Me and Dexter just chilled. We watched WandaVision. Pretty good episode. Just setting up for the uh, big final episode next week. Um, Catherine Hahn is one of the sexiest people to ever exist. It's just undeniable. Um, she's great, and I love her. Uh, yeah, I don't know. We ate a pizza, a frozen pizza we got from Costco that had cauliflower crust and Beyond sausage on it. And it was actually pretty good. It was, uh, it was a, I burnt it a little. Thankfully, there's a two-pack, so I can get it right next time. Uh, but it was, a, it was a pretty good pizza. And also, uh, so for today's movie, me and uh, Dexter, we watched the Tom and Jerry movie that just came out together. And it was fun enough. I don't know. If you like me and you liked Tom and Jerry movies as a kid, it's uh, worth having on in the background. They act like themselves. There's some funny gags. Uh, Chloe Grace Moretz is fun to watch. She's cute and charming. Rob Delaney is in it, and he's always fun to watch. Uh, Michael Pena could have done with some uh, a little uh, less writing or some more freedom. He felt a little uh, stilted in it. But, you know, Michael Pena is always cool, too. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't really have much to say about it. I gave it a three stars because it wasn't bad. I enjoyed it more than I hated it. Um, I didn't expect it to, like, the main... It's like Tom and Jerry go to New York, and they end up getting involved with Chloe Grace Moretz, like, scheming to work at a hotel, and they're in a nice hotel, and there's a wedding between Colin Jost and some Indian woman that I've never seen before, and, uh, they're, like, an influencer couple or some shit, and it's about their wedding, and Colin Jost has one of the most punchable faces in, like, of all time. I know he's, like, said it before, and it's, like, one of his jokes about himself, but also I just genuinely don't like him, (laughs) and, uh, yeah. Also, SNL sucks. SNL is the worst. Um, but anyways, yeah, I didn't expect uh, that to be the whole conceit of the movie, but whatever. It was uh, fun enough. We're going to have a short start to this week. And um, I don't have a theme planned for this week, but I am going to start doing... Because I do, like, to pick my movies every day Well, when they're not being picked by being influenced by the great Metallica song, I Disappear. Uh, I usually do, like, a randomizer. I go to my Letterboxd account, go to the watch list, and I do, like, a random number generator to pick which page of the watch list, and then I roll, I use Google to roll a couple dies that equal the number of uh, movies on each page. There's usually 28 on each page, so you can roll a 20 die and an 8 die, and I use that to pick a movie, but then I'll randomize it five times, so I get myself five movies to pick from, but then, like, I'll skip movies and like if I don't like feel like I'm in the mood that day so it's like giving myself the illusion of choice whilst like narrowing my selection so I don't get analysis paralysis and still giving myself like enough of a choice but I find myself skipping over stuff too often so I think I'm gonna make it now the last week of every month so like the last week that involves like the day of a month so like Technically, I guess last week would have been the last real February week, but starting, whatever, starting tomorrow, the last week of every month, I'm going to make it one randomization, whatever I land on, I have to watch. I was going to do that today, 
but then you know tom and jerry came out and dexter wanted to watch it it's a big event you have to let life <laughs> take its course sometimes so tomorrow starting tomorrow whatever it lands on i'm gonna watch the only like caveat i'm gonna give myself is if it's like a sequel or a remake and i want to watch the original or the first in the series first because i do have some like full series on my play on my watch list uh so yeah uh that's it for today a short opening segment and we'll uh we'll see you tomorrow later guys Okay, day two. I have a massive headache today. Could be from plenty of things. I was probably didn't di- probably didn't hydrate enough. Uh, add a lot of sugar. I ordered some <laughs> fudge in the mail, some vegan fudge, because I kept getting Instagram ads for it, and I just wanted to try it. And I ate a good amount of that. It's all pretty good. Tastes like fudge. Not much else to say. Uh... I tried to watch today's movie using my colorblind glasses instead of my blue light glasses. And I also turned off all the lights. So uh, the bright parts were really bright. (laughs) And without my colorblind glasses on, I didn't have my usual blue light blocking glasses on. So um, maybe that's what caused the headache. I don't know. Uh, Maybe it's because I did my taxes today and I had to pay $446 in federal taxes because... For some reason, they don't take out, even whenever you hit take out federal taxes on your unemployment, they don't take out enough or some shit. I don't know. It's really fucking stupid and annoying. Um, and because I'm smart and good with money, I made myself feel better by walking to Target and I bought two things of like Legos <laughs> for myself. Uh, one is actually Legos and it's Ghost Rider's car. Um, Ghost Rider is a comic book character, if you don't know. Um, who is the spirit of vengeance from hell. He's a, he has a flaming skull head, and this version of the character drives a sweet car. Um, so decided to build that. And then I also got, this is like a, not Legos, but some other brand, like Mega Constructs or something. They do Halo stuff, like the video game Halo. And so I got one that's like just a piece of a Halo. A Halo is like a planet that is a ring, and the inside of it is like the livable parts. So this is just like a display that looks like part of a ring. I'm pretty excited about that one. It looks really cool. Um, yeah, I don't know. But yeah, okay, so let's uh, get into today's movie then. This is going to be another one that I'm going to have a hard time recapping because a lot happens. So we'll see. Um, I did my randomizer, did the first thing I picked, and thankfully today it landed on something I've been wanting to watch anyways, which is The Equalizer with uh, Denzel Washington and Chloe Grace Moretz from yesterday's movie so a little bit of synchronicity that's cool um and i really like this movie because it's basically about denzel washington being the punisher with a heart of gold and i love punisher movies i love punisher as a character i think we need like some real life punishers but like rich people like we need people with these kind of skills taking out all the rich people um parody allegedly joke in case anybody wants to report my podcast that gets five listens maybe um so yeah denzel plays a character named bob who is an ex like special forces agent who is now living a quiet life working at a home depot or a home mart um and he has ocd and when he can't sleep he brings his own tea bag to a diner to read a book and there's a girl there, Chloe Grace Moretz, who is like a prostitute for a Russian gang. He, they become friends. She grows on him. Uh, one day she gets attacked 
and he decides to look into why she was attacked and he goes to the russian guys and he uses his sweet uh ocd special agent skills to kill everyone and this just starts because like it turns out it was this wasn't the top of the crime organization this was like the bottom level so it just snowballs into him doing more and more stuff to keep people safe um equalizing if you will they said the russian mob sends over this like their own special forces guy who's like a sociopath who doesn't care about anyone so kind of like a foil for our denzel an opposite yeah there's a lot of uh some cool action and stuff and him like helping people he even like ran this guy that he's been helping at his job to lose weight so he can become a security guard he like helps his this guy's mom's like business is being extorted by a couple corrupt cops denzel equalizes that situation um and the russians come down on him harder blah 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 blah, blah. more stuff happens uh i thought that the final set piece was he learns like about their money and stuff uh and then like they show a tanker so i thought the final set piece was going to be on a tanker but denzel just blows it up <laughs> and then the russians take all of his co-workers at the home mart hostage so our actual final set piece is the home depot and it's pretty cool it's like he denzel gets to do a bunch of like creative kills with like power tools and uses barbed wire to hang a guy and kills the final guy with a nail gun and then um he fucking after he takes care of these guys then he like flies to russia and takes out the actual head of the mob which is some real comic book punisher shit <laughs> uh and yeah then he goes back chloe grace moretz like thanks him and uh then he decides to put out a Craigslist ad offering to equalize for other people. Because apparently this was based... I didn't realize this was an old TV show. I knew they were making the new one with Queen Latifah, which I'm kind of interested in. Uh, but I didn't realize this was a TV show back in the 80s. And that's what the guy did. He like had a classified ad that people had answered. So this is like modernizing it for 2014. And this movie is kind of like a slightly elevated 2010 style movie. There are some like interesting musical scenes like choices and uh montages they there's a credit song and they use eminem for the credits that was a turnoff if they didn't have that i might have made this like four and a half or five stars um but yeah i don't know it was cool uh i liked it a lot i i know there's a sequel uh but it got way worse reviews well on letterboxd at least so i, I can't i can't imagine it's that bad but who knows um I kind of want to just watch it tomorrow, but I'm going to stick to my strict randomization uh, protocol. But yeah, so this is four stars. It was just fun to watch. I like Denzel's character, how much work was put into it. Watching him fight was cool. A lot of cool kills. And you get to see uh, bad guys get what's coming to them, which is like a fantasy, I know. It is like one thing I think about now when I watch all these crime things. Like, I like crime movies. I like crime stuff. But all of this, like, crime wouldn't, like, exist. We wouldn't have this bullshit if it wasn't for capitalism. All these people are just doing these horrible things because they can't get what they need to live a comfortable, good life. We just fucking distributed resources properly. We wouldn't have fucking to deal with crazy Russian mobs and all this bullshit. Which leads us back again to Punisher for the rich. There's got to be someone out there who can do it, um, allegedly whatever okay that's all i got uh for today we'll uh we'll see you tomorrow okay day three man today sucked i fucking woke up 
with a hangover somehow because <laughs> I didn't drink. Just pounding headache. I was just nauseous all day. And I don't know like what caused it. Like maybe I was dehydrated. Maybe it was too much sugar because I ate some all that fudge and I was drinking Thai tea that had sugar in it. Maybe it's because I made curry that was because I needed to use vegetables that were starting to go bad. Maybe I had an allergic reaction to the new uh, Trader Joe's banana spread that I got that was slightly disappointing anyways. I don't know. Just a rough day. And then, um, and then like all I could think about, like I wanted like hangover recovery food. And I kept thinking about the Beyond Fiery Famous Star at Carl's Jr. So finally, when I felt like I was able to eat again around like five or six, I decided to drive and go get it. And I stopped through McDonald's, got Dexter some food. He wanted spicy nuggets, but they didn't have it. So I got him regular nuggets. Then I went to Carl's Jr., and ordered my stuff and then the person in front of me in line like was being weird like they kept passing money back and forth back and forth I didn't understand what was happening got my food didn't look in the bag because usually they're pretty good about that I get home finally and instead of my one fake meat burger they gave me two chicken sandwiches and I was so disappointed I just felt <laughs> fucking defeated <sighs> man but yeah whatever I'll get a burger at some point. I feel better now. Uh, me and Dexter watched some Fire Force, and that was fun. Um, yeah, I don't know. I need to, like, pay more attention to my eating habits and can figure out something, because uh, having a hangover when you're not drinking really sucks. <laughs> um, but it does uh, reinforce my decision to not drink, because I used to feel like that, like, once a week. I don't know how I did it. Um... Anyways, let's get to today's movie. Uh, so at first, my randomizer picked Hansel and Gretel <laughs> Witch Hunters, the like Jeremy Renner movie. And I don't even know why that was in my watch list. I think it was just because I had downloaded it a long time ago for some reason. And I was like, already like, I don't think I want to watch this at all. And I was like, well, no, this is a watch what you pick week. So got to watch it. But then like, you can't rent it. So I had like started up the version on my hard drive and watching movies that I've downloaded from my hard drive has been really nice because like you get those big like 1080p or like 2160p files like when I watch Equalizer beautiful looks so fucking good I spend half the movie just like looking at how nice everything is but then I start up this file and it looks like shit it's in like 480p and I was like no I can't fucking do this I'm just not gonna watch this movie at all and I just took it off the watch list hit the randomizer again and I got two lane blacktop from 1971 and this was a this was a cool film it's like more of a it feels like more of a time capsule so it's about two characters a driver and a mechanic and that's their names <laughs> that's all they're referred to as played by james taylor's the driver and the drummer from uh the beach boys dennis wilson as the drum uh, or as the mechanic and they have an old 55 chevy that they've souped up and they drag race for money and they're just going across america and so they they start out in Needles, California, which is like kind of on the way to Vegas. They're drag racing there. They start driving east. They hit a diner in Arizona. And then this girl just like gets in their car. Like while they're eating, she takes her stuff from one car and then just puts it in their car. And they get in their car and act like, all right, this is fine. <laughs> and so she just joins them. And her character name is just the girl. And they just keep driving east. And they uh, they keep getting past. Uh, they keep seeing this GTO on their way. It's a judge GTO. Um, it's a yellow kind of flashy car 
and it's being driven by Warren Oates, and his character is only referred to as GTO. And he's a weird dude. He has this car. He's also driving across country for some reason, and he's pitching it and he's picking up hitchhikers and because he just likes to talk and so every time he gets in he tells all of them a different story so he's just a bullshitter and in his mind the driver and the mechanic and the chevy are like antagonizing him even though every scene with him before this it's always him honking his horn and being an asshole anyways eventually they all meet at a gas station they start to talk to each other and they decide to race across the country to Washington, D.C. for pink slips. And so that's what they do. They just start driving across country. It's weird um, how people interact with each other in this movie. Like, everyone just talks to each other, gets in each other's cars. Like, just weird shit. Like, stuff of, like, if I someone did that to me, I would be very uncomfortable. I'd be like, I don't want to talk to you. I don't want get out of my car. What are you doing? <laughs> it's weird. Um, but yeah, they just start driving across country. And the actual, like, filming, they did film... Like, they traveled across country to do this. Like, all of this is on location, which is pretty cool. Um, yeah, so they're, like, racing. The GTO still picking up hitchhikers. Picks up Harry Deed Stanton, who's, like, a dressed like a cowboyish, and who, like, tries to put his hand on GTO's knee. And GTO's, like, I don't like that shit. <laughs> um, and uh, eventually, like, turns out, like, GTO, since he's full of shit about everything, he's not the best driver. And so driver and mechanic pull over and like they help, they like end up helping each other, get some parts and then like run away from the cops and they end up going to like Memphis to like race in Memphis to like get some money. And throughout this whole time, like they're somehow all infatuated with the girl, even though she is also like the girl, the driver and the mechanic, they're all like blank slates. There's not much acting going on. They're just like, bleh. But, you know, somehow they're all, like, infatuated with this girl. She slept with the mechanic. The driver has a crush on her, and they make out a little bit. She even kisses GTO, and, like, he says that, like, he's crazy about her. And so, eventually, while they're racing in Memphis, the girl goes with GTO while the driver and the mechanic are still racing. And they leave. Driver's pissed and, like, chases after them. And eventually, driver, or GTO and the girl stop at a diner. They're talking, and GTO suggests they go to Chicago. And she's like, no, I don't like Chicago. And then driver and mechanic get to um they like catch up and they go on and he suggests to the girl that they go to columbus and she says no to that too and then she just leaves with some random kid on a motorcycle then gto drives off and he picks up a pair of like soldiers and tells them that he won the car he was driving a 55 chevy and he won the gto in a race for pink slips and then a driver and a mechanic finds some people to drag race and the movie just ends with a a shot from inside the car as the driver is doing the race, slow-mo, everything stops, and then they do a celluloid, like, the movie f film burning effect. Roll credits. Real artsy fucking ending. But yeah, it's a cool movie. It's like, explaining it, it sounds a little more ridiculous, because it is just very sparse and, like, artsy, and, like, that's why people like this shit, I think. Uh, it's, like, kind of a cult movie now. And I get it. And, like, as a time capsule, it's very cool. Like, I kind of, like, this is honestly, like, my dream life is to just have a cool car and then drive around america and not have to worry about anything granted they like have to race for money and they are worried but i don't know it seems nice um but yeah uh i give this 3.5 stars i wanted to give it more but like as i was getting i like it lost my interest at a couple points and i realized that this has more value as a time capsule and like cult thing than it does as an actual like entertaining movie because like james taylor and dennis wilson are all are kind of fun to watch but 
you know, they don't really do much. And Warren Oates, Warren Oates is great, but I think I like it better when he's playing characters that I like, which, you know, makes sense. But I don't know, I just really didn't like this character. I don't like people who, like, I don't understand the need to, like, compulsively lie and bullshit everybody. So just, the character just kind of bothered me. And also, like, a GTO is, like, my favorite car, and to have him associated with it, or that character associated with it, associated with associated with it rather can't talk today um but yeah cool movie nice easy watch for my brain today uh hopefully i feel better tomorrow i'll see you guys then okay day four monday i still woke up with a headache today like it kind of felt like my brain like when i moved my head it hurt so i used the metaphor i could feel my brain knocking around to a couple people and they both were like uh that sounds really serious which like I just kind of wanted a response be like, man, yeah, that sucks. But then people react seriously. It like hype, like heightens my hypochondria. So I'm like, oh, maybe this is serious. <laughs> but I don't have health insurance or uh, money. <laughs> so I'm not going to the doctor. Uh, I don't know. So hopefully my head, it's just a weird dehydration thing or like too much sugar caused by and like some weird like early onset diabetes thing. I mean, not hopefully, but like, I don't know. Um, and hopefully it's, hopefully it's not like, uh, I have a brain tumor and my brain's leaking and that's why I'm sniffling all the time. I cut out a lot of sniffles <laughs> in this podcast. Um, but anyways, I don't know. I walked to Target again <laughs> and got some toys to make myself feel better. I finally found some in the line that I was looking for. I've been specifically looking for Daredevil and Iceman, but I didn't find those, but I did find they had a few more of the line today. And I got a uh, Spider-Man and a Miss Marvel, like a classic 90s Miss Marvel. And I didn't even know she was in the line. And that's one of my favorite uh, characters in costume design. So I'm pretty stoked on that. Not sure what I want to do with them. Like, I told myself I wouldn't be like a type of guy who like, if I'm buying toys, I'm not going to keep them in the package. But the packaging, like the card on this looks really cool. And then I had the idea, like I have this little sliver of wall next to my comic book spinner rack. So, like, I could get those little, like, command hooks and hang them on the wall in the card next to the spinner rack and all kind of, it'll be look like a cute store display, but I don't know if I want to be the guy who has toys on his wall. I don't know. <laughs> um, we'll see. Uh, I'll probably end up doing that because it, it would be cool. Um, but yeah, uh, I read a lot of comics today. I finally caught up on the King in Black Marvel event that's happening right now, and there's some good stuff in there. I was kind of turned off by this event at first, but because uh, I'm tired of Venom bullshit. But Donny Cates is good. I like Donny Cates' writing, and all the tie-ins. Like, there's a lot of really good tie-ins this time. Like, everyone's doing really fun stuff. Like, the Black Cat tie-in. I was not expecting Black Cat to have one of my favorite comics I read this month, but she did. Um, but yeah, okay. Anyway, so today's movie for my uh, randomizer hard first pick it was wind river from 2017 it's a they call it a neo-western murder mystery crime thriller and starring jeremy renner and elizabeth olsen so we got hawkeye and scarlet witch and i really like this movie this was probably the most emotional i've gotten watching a movie uh so far which maybe that's because of a fragile mental state or maybe this was just really good writing <laughs> um I'm trying to think about how I want to talk about this because I don't really want to spoil it and I also don't want to go through it's a, like a murder mystery uh kind of thing but I don't want to I don't want to stumble through a recap but basically Jeremy Renner plays a uh game hunter he works for like the U.S. wildlife department or whatever and he's a 
expert hunter who like hunts game that attacks people's wide uh livestock he lives in wyoming just off the wind river reservation he has a native american ex-wife and a son and later we learn that he has a daughter that was killed and one day while he's out tracking a mountain lion he uh comes across a body and the body is of his daughter's his dead daughter's like best friend and she is obviously according to like the way they found her body barefoot in the snow far from anywhere she had been running and uh she had blood on her head and on her crotch so nothing good happened to her uh since it happened on res land they call the feds and the feds send elizabeth olsen and she does not know how to handle the snow she was just the closest agent they could get there um and she like take note takes notice of jeremy renner's uh tracking skills so she asks him to help and uh yeah it just turns into them trying to figure out what happened to this girl involves uh it involves some like natives struggling from drug addiction uh there's the oil drilling company and their like security force are major players in this too and this is definitely some like white savior nonsense like having jeremy renner and elizabeth olsen be like our foils our main foils for the story about native people um but it is well-intentioned and uh they're trying to like put a spotlight on violence towards native american women because even like at the very end there's a title card that comes up and it says like there are statistics for missing persons in every demographic except for native women the statistic like does not exist and uh which is fucked up but yeah so it's a really i don't know i highly recommend this movie it's really good uh like the story was well told the acting was good i didn't want to like jeremy renner but he actually does a pretty good job in this um and it's something i find myself struggling with crime stories because like i love a good crime comic book or movie i like the story and like you you enjoy seeing like not to spoil anything but like the people who did this get their comeuppance and it's like that like righteous like vengeance like in that you feel and like that is like nice to feel but now whenever i see stories like this it always just makes me think about um like these people do these horrible things because they're put in these situations and put in these situations by capitalism like the amount of people that die in this movie over nothing over like because they work security at an oil refinery and they live in these little huts and they're not taken care of and like all just to protect land and resources for rich people and then all these native american people who are like don't get any opportunities or help because of racism and because it doesn't make money to help them so like it kind of on one hand it like makes these hard to enjoy but it also it helps you think about i'm not wording this properly it like it makes you think more about how we're how we got to this point and um i don't know it's something to keep in mind uh when watching stories like this like you can't just like yeah these are bad people who did bad things but you can't like killing them in prison isn't the answer it's you know reform and helping people but yeah i don't know ultimately this is just a really good crime movie that's well told the setting's really cool too they like actually filmed at the at the wind river res during a blizzard and pretty much and it's very cool yeah my i will just suggest i watched this on pluto tv which a free service is nice but uh watching an emotional scene and like this movie like made me almost cry multiple times and like being like on the verge of tears all of a sudden just to be hit in the face with a commercial for sketchers or chipotle <laughs> is very uh disorienting and frustrating so uh yeah uh four stars i almost want to give this higher but it does have like 
the white savior bullshit, but maybe that's me like trying to overcompensate for uh me being <laughs> uh white, but um I don't know. Four stars. Good movie. Uh and that's all I got for today. We'll see you tomorrow. Okay, day four, Monday. Um kind of a bleh day. I woke up without a headache. But then after like an hour or two, it started to come back. So I think it's definitely like a hydration slash sugar level thing. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's annoying. I'm on the verge of like being like no sugar whatsoever. But I don't know if that's the right way to go. And also I don't know if mentally I have that uh, willpower right now. Uh, yeah, me and Dexter watched CW shows again today. Finally finished Batgirl. So I don't have to deal with that. Or Batwoman, sorry. Um, just won't have to deal with Ruby Rose anymore, thank god. Um, yeah, and then I kind of cheated with the, uh, (laughs) I already cheated with my randomization rule, because the first thing I picked was Dream House, which is like a Hong Kong slasher movie, and like the reviews and stuff that I was like glancing at kept talking about how good the gore is, and I was like, I don't want to look at gore today, I'm just not in the mood. (laughs) And, um... So I randomized again. I actually randomized twice, but both movies that it picked are ones that like I uh, don't aren't streaming anywhere, and I couldn't find uh, downloads of them anywhere. So I uh, then I finally landed on Sukiyaki Western Django from 2007, which is a uh, it's a Japanese western, but they had all the actors speak in English, and uh, I probably didn't pay as much attention as I should have as I would like in this movie I was feeling kind of off and tired I like took a 30 minute nap in the middle of it um but I it it was a lot of fun it's like basically it's just like every western trope you can think of and like them being very self-referential with it and having fun with it like we have a a gunman with no name who like Clint Eastwood comes to a town and there's a two warring clans there the red Heiki clan and the white Genji clan. And apparently this is like, I think like an old actual Japanese folktale or um, something that happened, like an uh, actual thing that happened, like two warring clans. Like the, they also reference the War of the Roses. So he's there and he has to like decide which one to like play with. And like even, it's funny, one of the guys even says, don't come in here thinking you can pull a Yojimbo. So like they know Yojimbo, and, um, which is what the Clint Eastwood Man With No Name stuff is based on if you don't know um yeah and it's just a bunch of actors having fun uh fucking quentin tarantino is in this for some reason uh yeah i don't know i can't really uh think (laughs) today um so you know he gets to the town there's a prostitute who he ends up helping and she like the prostitute ends up like being a story of like she was on one side and she had a kid with the guy from the other side but the guy died and so they have to like protect this boy i don't know it's a, there's not much there in the story. If you've seen a uh, Fistful of Dollars or Django, like it references, like it, I haven't actually seen Django, but I don't know. It's just a bunch of like having fun. They even had the actor from uh, one of the first movies that we watched for this called Creepy, the serial killer from that. That guy is in this movie and he plays like the sheriff who's like, has like split personalities and he's having a lot of fun. It was cool to see him again. Um, yeah, and all the fights are really cool. There's a lot of cool, uh, like, gunfights and also, like, sword action. Like, the main guy of the Genji clan, 
uh, like like to use his sword. And it was cool. The gunman and the Genji clan guy, like they have the final showdown. And all of a sudden, right before their showdown, like it starts snowing. And then like immediately the whole town is just covered in snow. So it like makes their fight look really cool. Um, I don't know. Like I said, I don't have much else to... I don't have much to say about this movie. I thought it was fun. I probably should have paid more attention. I would like to watch it again. I feel like this would be a good like watch with some with people movie because it's just a lot of fun. I keep saying it's a lot of fun. Uh, but yeah, three point five stars. Um, that's all I got for today. <laughs> uh, I'll see you tomorrow. I did the thing again where I said it was day four, but it's actually day five. Um. Tuesday. Yeah, it's Tuesday. Whatever, I didn't really need to come back and say that, but I like putting in that little, like, just double kick clip of the bumper. I think it's funny. I think it's it, it's a it's a good bit. <laughs> Alright, anyway, see you tomorrow. Okay, day five. Uh, no. <laughs> Fuck. It's almost if I was gonna get right. Day six, because it's Wednesday. Ugh. And you know what that means. I went to the comic book store. Um, got a few comics. What was it today? Avengers, the new Swamp Thing that I'm really excited to read. Um, and a new issue of Firepower, which is a really fun kung fu book. Um, also got a Beta Ray Bill figure, uh, because apparently I can't stop buying toys. But it's a really cool looking figure. He's really detailed. And Beta Ray Bill rules. You'll see in the next Thor movie, probably. Um, it's also nice just talking to people, <laughs> uh, Today, two of the workers of the shop were there, and we were talking about comic book movies. They asked me uh, what I thought about the next, um, there possibly being a black Superman movie, which I think is sick. It should be fun. I also think that, like, these whole, them trying to make these, like, cohesive cinematic universes is overrated and stupid. Just fucking make, like, five Superman movies, four Batman movies, whatever, at the same time. Who cares? If people have a good idea, and it'll be fun. Should just let them make it. Just fucking do it. I don't. I mean, because I know I want to see them. I mean, I know everybody talks about like comic book movie burnout and all this bullshit, but I think a lot of that is because they try to do this like whole universe bullshit, and so you have to watch all of them to like get the other ones, and it becomes tiring. But if it was just like a bunch of one-offs and a bunch of just like, oh hey, look, this is my Batman movie. I'll go watch that one, and then you like catch all these niche like audiences. And then you still get all the money from the dorks like me who'll go see fucking all of them. I don't know. That's what I would do if I was in charge. <laughs> um, but, uh, and then I stopped by Target and I finally got the Daredevil figure that I was looking for. Pretty stoked on that. Um, yeah. So that's cool. I feel like you can hear it in my voice that I feel better today. I think I figured out it was just I had too much sugar and not enough water and not enough activity and my undoubtedly pre-diabetic body is just catching up to me so i went for a walk today i've been pounding water uh so i feel better i just need to cut down on the sugar which is gonna be hard but i think i can do it we'll see um so yeah all right today's movie i watched uh goon last of the enforcers which is a sequel to the movie just goon where uh well the movie's called goon it's not called just goon you know what i mean uh, Sean William Scott plays a hockey player who, uh, is kind of dumb, but he's good at fighting. And he finds his, uh, his purpose on a hockey team. Goon, I really like the first movie. It's a lot of fun. Uh, I remember it having a lot of heart. And this movie is just more of the same. It's a, it's a dumb movie. There's a lot of really dumb jokes. <sighs> Jay Baruchel wrote and directed it. 
and of course he casted himself to play like the comedic relief best friend who just makes really crass jokes and they're not funny these were like jokes that wouldn't be funny in like 2010 but this movie came out in 2007 but whatever we can look past that um yeah so he's you know uh Sean William Scott, he gets into a fight at the beginning of the movie with a character who is like the son of his team's owner, uh, who's played by the the other character. The son is played by Wyatt Russell, who's Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn's kid, which uh, was interesting. I didn't know he was an actor. And he's also going to play, going back to comic book bullshit, he's going to be U.S. agent in the Falcon and Winter Soldier show that's coming out in a couple weeks. So that should be cool. I feel like he's going to do a good job with that part. If you don't know, U.S. agent is like... He's like if Captain America was a uh, more of an asshole, <laughs> which is basically he was a soldier who um, he's from somewhere in the Midwest. And after like one of the many times where Cap disappears or dies, he gets like called up to be Captain America because he had been trained as this other character called a U.S. agent. Uh, so judging off of him in this movie, his look. Uh, and everything, I think he's going to be good for U.S. agents. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, so they get into a big fight. Um, Kurt Russell's kid and Sean William Scott. And uh, he fucks up Sean William Scott's shoulder. And so he has to, like, retire. And so the movie's just about him, like, struggling to, like... He wants to stay there for his wife, who's pregnant now. His wife is the drummer from uh, Scott Pilgrim. And um, being torn between, like, not liking his new job as an insurance agent... And wanting to go, like, help his team, who is all struggling now. Uh, so, yeah. And that's it. It's pretty predictable. You know, he fucking trains. He goes back. He redeems himself. Him and his wife fight. But they make up. Blah, 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 blah. Not much to say about this movie. It's pretty dumb. But it's very sweet. I've got choked up a lot of parts. Because, you know, the characters are just nice and relatable. Even some of the stupid, like, comedy characters are nice. Um... So yeah, I think this movie's a good time, and it's worth it. Especially if you're like me, and you just like hockey and Canadian shit. I've always been drawn to Canadian culture and Canadian media, so I like watching it. I like imagining what it'd be like to live up there with those people. I feel like I'd fit in. I don't know. Um, so yeah. I wanted to clown on uh, Sean William Scott's tattoos. He has, like, Polynesian hand tattoos, which I know is it's a it's a hard line to balance i know it's not my place as a white person but like i do feel a type of like uh a type of way about it like having grown up in hawaii and i do have my first tattoo has some polynesian tribal in it so it has some new zealand tribal in it um but like i know it's like not my place to police but i always like get my like hackles up because like you gotta know what you're doing and you have to respect it and um I don't know. I just don't trust these other white people <laughs> to have done it right. Um, which is say, maybe I didn't do it right. I don't know. I could probably get my ass kicked for having this tattoo uh, and if I went to New Zealand. I wouldn't, I wouldn't blame him. Uh, so yeah. But I looked it up and his like tattoos are... He got him a memory of his father and he like went to Hawaii and talked to the artist about his feelings and then that's what they gave him. So that's nice. So I like those. Probably it's like a traditional hand tapped which i really want to get a hand tapped tattoo one of these days um anyways yeah i don't have much else to say dumb movie very sweet made me choke up and anything that gets me emotional gets like four stars so it's a four star movie for me probably not for everyone but that's okay and uh, uh that's all i got for today see you tomorrow okay the last day of the week um today was an okay day kind of annoying um went for a walk 
stop by the grocery store because I needed to get Drano because our bathroom sink has a leak or not a leak a clog and I don't know exactly why but it's like down in the u-bend I think I got most of it out but I'm gonna have to go I'm gonna get more Drano tomorrow and see if I can get like a mini snake to clear it out um me and Dexter decided to watch the last episode of WandaVision right at midnight it was fine it was an okay end like it was a perfectly good finale uh they like wrapped up everything i was disappointed in a couple of the things and also it suffers from like i'm trying not to spoil it it's like but it suffers from like being part of this larger universe so you like get all these wild ideas of like but what they could do and then when they don't actually do them because they like can't get these actors in uh it's just kind of disappointing there's certain characters you feel like well they should have been in this but they weren't so whatever uh yeah i was also editing uh all the clips from this week and i realized i repeat myself a lot so i apologize for that you just hear me over and over talking about how <laughs> i have too much sugar and i don't drink enough water um but you know this is what you signed up for it's free uh <laughs> uh okay anyways so today's movie i watched uh game of death 1978 uh and this movie was annoying it sucked this is it should not have been my first bruce lee movie uh because this was like bruce lee was supposed to game of death was supposed to be something completely different but he only filmed like three fight scenes before he died and so this is like five years after he died they like used extras and shots from old movies and like weird whatever like they just made this weird plot just to frame 10 minutes of fight scenes at the end so like everything that's not that 10 minutes of fighting is just kind of annoying and frustrating and also my like file that i was watching it on didn't have subtitles and the mixing was bad so it was hard for me to like hear what people were saying so i ended up just not caring and like looking at my phone for most of the time um yeah and everything like the more i read about it after like on the wikipedia just like annoyed me more like they didn't want to pay they tried to get all these like actors in there but like everybody thought it was disrespectful and they weren't paying them enough like kareem abdul jabbar refused to like part of it and so did chuck norris and they even used like footage from bruce lee's actual funeral which is really weird and gross um so yeah i don't know the fight with kareem abdul jabbar though is fucking sick it's really fun uh yeah i need to like redeem myself and go watch some actual bruce lee movies and i think i'm just gonna keep it short and sweet this week uh because i don't feel like i need to talk about this movie anymore i gave it two stars which i feel like is still being generous I might go back and lower it, but, uh, so yeah, kind of a low energy week. I'm not sure if I can blame it on, um, <laughs> the, uh, picking the first thing that comes up on the randomizer conceit, uh, but maybe. I'm trying to think of other, like, theme weeks I can do, so, uh, if you got any ideas, let me know. Uh, again, at Birdzor on everything, and I'm always down to talk about any of the things I talk about on here, so if you have any suggestions for themes, or if you just have, like, a specific request for a movie that you would like me to talk about uh let me know i'm kind of floundering here but i still got like 250 movies on a watch list to get through so we got content um <laughs> but yeah uh this has been consumed for week nine of the movie watching project and that's all i got so i think it's time that i disappear <laughs> uh.